Hello, my name is Selena. And my name's Theoni, and you are listening to Piping Hot. Welcome back to part two of us discussing Love on the Brain by Allie Hazelwood. Like normal, we aren't going to do any pop culture or anything like that because we're recording this right after part one. So we're just going <laughs> to jump right in. Jump right in with chapter 14. I'm really excited because like you said on the end of last week's episode, the second half of the book really picks up. Yes. Really picks up. Yeah. Chapter 14 begins with B waking up in Levi's hotel room because he carried her there after her fainting spell. B gets him to stay with her as she relaxes, but this leads to B opening up to Levi fully about what happened with Tim and Annie. After Levi finds out that B is in fact not married, he takes B straight to the gym to start training for the 5K. Before they know it, they're at a bar, which leads to Levi opening up more about his family at a and a five-minute-long venting session about how he hates space. <laughs> B just happens to like this confession, which leads to a movie night viewing The Empire Strikes Back. The chapter ends with Levi telling B to grab his hand if she starts to feel worried about her ex. I love this chapter <laughs> yeah. so much. Again, like, like, their quiet moments are the best. Yes, no, they truly are. And I just love the minute he finds out that she's not married. He's like, okay, time to get this show on the road. Like, obviously, I'm not going to jump in right away. But he's like, I can finally at least be more free about these little yes. moments. You know, like, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So that's part of what I love about this chapter. Like, I really mm -hmm. felt like the shift with that. Yeah. Page 183. I wrote, why is him pushing the hair from her face so cute? Like when when she was just like waking up and he just pushes. God, like that's so cute. It's the little things. I swear. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. No, truly it is. And then page 184. When he said to her, there's nowhere else I'd rather be than taking care of her like that's so cute i know like and that's after she asked him to say which knowing b is probably a really hard thing for her to do mm -hmm. and so the fact that she did that and then he responds so sweetly was so precious oh, yeah. i can't i literally can't and then i have a note this is in all caps. It says, okay, the way she opens up to him and just he comforts her and touches her gently behind the neck and gets so pissed about Tim. Like there is nothing more than I love than a man getting pissed for his girl oh, and yeah. like not being able to like, it's just like when Adam went off at Tom in the restaurant. Yes. The love hypothesis. It's like, yes, like they literally cannot stand that someone makes them feel anything less than what they are i know <laughs> <laughs> okay and then <laughs> so these two notes one after another are so funny because at first i'm like oh my gosh they're like he's taking her somewhere and she can't know where it is like this is right after he found out that she's not married like he's gonna take her on a freaking date <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're at the gym and i was like come on like it fit them very well but I was also irritated because I was like, come on, go on a date, like something, please. But it also showed me that like Levi was very respectful because she just revealed something so traumatizing mm -hmm. that it was so nice to 
that he gave her space and not to like rush in and be like, this is my chance or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, like it's he's very respectful that mm-hmm. way, which makes me <gasps> love him even more. Man, you respect me? That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> the bare minimum. <laughs> Another note I had is on pages 191 and 192, this is when they're at the bar, and I love that she keeps repeating, mm, alcohol. Like, it's just so funny to me, and I thought the use of that device was so funny because, like, she knew she was feeling tipsy. Girl knew she was feeling some type of way, but she couldn't stop herself from just doing the thing she was doing. Her internal monologue was so funny during Mm -hmm. that scene because i was like i was like yeah she is drinking alcohol she's feeling all these things it was just (laughs) so funny (laughs) it's hilarious okay i don't really know what i meant but this is a cute part just like before levi opens up about wanting to be an astronaut or like you know that whole situation mm-hmm. he was like i could tell you a story and she's like "Ooh, a story and he's like but you'd have to keep it a secret because it's embarrassing and he says a little i don't know why but that little interaction was just so cute because you know in that moment that he is just so endeared by her and knows that she's feeling a little tipsy and just wants to have like a little like flirtiness with her and yeah. i don't know i just love stuff like that it's super super adorable Mm -hmm. that the way that their relationship is developing but the way that like levi is able to open up to her Mm -hmm. as well like it's the cutest thing in the world like my body cannot handle it no (laughs) truly truly though and then to go off of that on page 194 this is when she has the realization that she's like oh i like him and it's because he literally vents about how space sucks and he just goes on a rant which i feel like is the first time we've really seen levi just like go off a little bit you know yes and so I think that, I don't know, I just love that that was the moment where she's like, oh, I like him. Yes! Like, it's just so cute. <laughs> it's adorable. It's really adorable. And I think that's another big um, factor that differentiates Levi between Adam. Because I feel like when Levi is on, like, he he will go. And he mm-hmm. will just keep going and going and ranting and venting. and. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. I love so yeah. much. And then the chapter pretty much ends on page 197 when mm-hmm. he says, if you feel like that, just take my hand. I just thought that was so sweet. He was like, because he knows that B probably doesn't want to talk about it. B doesn't want to make a big deal out of it. But he's just like, if you need to know that someone has your back, just take my hand. Like, I got I know. you. Literally, Theoni, I can't handle it. Like, it, I know. It makes me sick to my stomach in a good way when I read these things because I'm like... He is just so nice and just yes. wants the best for her, which yes. she has never had. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that it's like the flip or like the switch has finally switched. Like, and he is yeah. fully being himself. I know. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Next chapter. Next okay. chapter. Next chapter. Chapter 15. Here is the synopsis. B and Levi realize that Megtech is stuck where they're stuck with the helmet as well, and now it's a race to see who can finish it first. They run into their old PH um, 
PhD advisor, Sam, who invites them to her retirement brunch. B and Levi face their old classmates, including Tim and Annie. The chapter ends with B reconciling with Annie in the bathroom. So when they ran into their old advisor, Sam, I was like, oh my, of course. Like, are you kidding me? I was like, this is just perfect, isn't it? Like, Literally. I was just, <laughs> at the same time, I was like, they don't have time. They can just leave. Like, let's just go. Right. And I I wanted to avoid Tim and Annie as well, because, again, the first run in that we had with um, B had fainted. And I was like, a brunch. She's going to die. Like, Literally, she's, gonna she's going to die. Faint. Yeah. But then when Sam admitted that she was going to retire and this was technically her like retirement brunch, I was like, well, damn it. There's no way out of this, which yep. again, goes back to the point that Allie Hazelwood did such a good job with stakes this time around, mm -hmm. because if it wasn't for that, I would have been just like, leave, like leave. Yeah, Who cares? Don't go. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. You don't, you don't owe anyone anything, but yep. now that she's retiring and all this stuff, I was like, ah, shit. Also, because I knew that Tim and Annie were going to be there, I was like, I'm ready. I, I was buckling in for this ride because something yep. was going to happen, you know, mm -hmm. random. But I also think it's funny that Sam began to say something about Levi and V finally getting together, which is the first time we see that Levi mm -hmm. must have told Sam something in grad mm -hmm. school when they were supposed to be working on that project together. So we're getting these like little pieces yes. now. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I, I want the full image. Like yes. we're almost there. We're almost there. And then I found the part that I was looking for. Okay. At the bottom of page 202, she says, okay, daddy. <laughs> and I have a note. I have a voice memo about that. I could not. I had to put the book down and I had to laugh and take deep breaths. And I was like, what did I just read? What the heck? I was like, did she actually just say, okay, daddy? Yeah, I was like, I, <laughs> I, I still can't believe it. I still can't believe it either. Oh, I wanted okay. to crawl under a table. Me too, me too. Okay, play your audio message. Page 202. There is no freaking way that she just called him daddy by accident. I am going to evaporate into <laughs> the air. Like, I don't, oh my lord. <laughs> So, yes, I had a very strong reaction to that as well. Oh, yeah. We know how you feel about nicknames, Theoni. God, literally. <laughs> but the thing is, is that, like, I feel like Levi really liked that. And I want his perspective. What, I know. What went through his body when <laughs> he when he heard me call him daddy? I was like, I was like, you know what? I hate it, but I know Levi loves it. No, so it like, would straight fine. up ruin my image of Levi if he enjoyed being called daddy. Oh, really? Ugh, really? Because that's freaking gross. What? <laughs> mm. No. Really? Levi's a bro. He does not okay. need someone okay. to call him daddy. Okay, I guess. I guess. But I feel like that's very much him. I don't know. I feel like if oh, you no. told me that like Adam Carlson was the daddy and like he liked being called that, I've been like, no, not, that's not Adam. Okay. I mean, I guess in that sense, it fits Levi more, but that doesn't mean... It has to be the <laughs> truth. <laughs> like, that would actually really bother me, I think. Oh, my God. Like, I can't. I okay. Can't. Okay. It's just like Bellin from It Happened <gasps> One Summer. No, the stop fact it. That Don't you dare say it. He liked being called Captain. 
like no <laughs> okay okay with captain i could get on because no remember, remember? you could get on <laughs> selena okay i could, hop, I, could hop oh, the, I could hop on the captain train okay okay remember remember we had a whole spiel about that okay i'm not saying that i'm on the daddy train with levi okay i am just saying he is the type of character that i think would like it <laughs> i reject that analysis okay okay good to know good to know okay Whew, okay back to the chapter yes I love the way that B describes the scene of setting of sitting down with all of her old classmates. It made me feel like I was there with her and yes. the tension was just so good. Like I the way that Allie Hazelwood wrote it was so, so good. So I laughed out loud at the bottom of page 203 and this is what it says. It elevates this brunch above your run-of-the-mill trash fire, and it has to do with your companion. He wasn't exactly a fan of yours the last time you two hung out with these people, and seeing you arrive with him is making their heads explode. They cannot compute. The show was already going to be good, but now it's fucking Hamilton, baby. <laughs> I died because that shit was so funny, and I was like, B would be the only person to describe like, it like that literally truly. it was just so perfect her voice was so spot on throughout the book so. yes i loved it so much me too you had said this before as well when levi was talking with b back in the hotel room and she finally revealed like all that happened with tim when levi went to go hug tim and whispered something in his ear i was like no, you have to tell me. You can't just do that and not right. tell me. I was dying to know because Tim looked like he was about to shit his pants. Literally, I love that moment so much. I was like, you freaking go, Levi. Yes! Like, the yes! protective side of him came out and I was like, yes. <laughs> yes! I loved it. Me too. Then they're, you know, sitting there eating brunch or whatever. Then fucking Mike says something dumb at the table and Levi puts his arm over B's chair and says that everything is great. Like, what a power move. The balls Literally. that Levi has, mm -hmm. is like he's not afraid at all. Except, not at all. Except when it comes to his feelings, but that's a different <laughs> thing. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then B has a moment with Annie in the bathroom. To be honest, this conversation didn't make me like Annie any better. It only me solidified neither. the fact that she was never a true friend after all. Yeah. And right? Like, her, I agree. Her, like, jealousy and that B was the best at everything and da-da-da-da. And, like, she just wanted to be like B. And I was like, no, no, you're just a shitty friend. No, literally such a shitty friend. Yeah. And it didn't make me feel bad for her. It didn't yep. make me feel anything. And, like... Exactly. To some degree, I understand why B decided to, like, hear her out and... You yes. know, because I think it's sometimes it's better for you. You're not mm -hmm. doing it for the other person, but it's so you can let go of something or move on yeah. from it, you know. Um, but I really hated Annie and the yes. reasoning was so stupid. Yes. Um, but I think we are supposed to not like her, you it, know. Yep. Which I'm fine with. I think mm -hmm. the only thing that made me feel in that scene was B's loss of friendship because yeah. she's lost so much in her life. So 
I feel like this is the first time she's been able to reconcile with that. Mm -hmm. She hasn't been able to reconcile with her parents' death or whatever. I think later on it goes to show that she is really slow at processing things and that when they told her that her parents had died, it took her a lot longer to process that. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like in this moment, this is her first time that she's been able to make a full circle back to talk with someone who had done her wrong or yeah. had left her or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so in a way, I thought that was like really, really nice for B and something that she needed. Sure. The last thing that I just want to mention is that I love that Levi was waiting outside the bathroom for her and just making sure that like she didn't need him and like she didn't want to leave. And like I was like, why is he so considerate? Like literally, this is, it, it literally hurts me. Like <laughs> it. Yeah, he loves her so much. Like he just wants to make sure she's OK at all times. Like, yeah. So then we can dive into chapter 16. So here oh, is my synopsis. Driving back to Houston, B asked what Levi whispered to, to Tim. Levi admits that he had feelings for B since meeting her in grad school and that Tim lied to him about making her uncomfortable. They get interrupted when Boris calls about Kaylee and Roe, who were found making out on B's desk. <laughs> on her way back home, B gets an idea on how to solve their roadblock with the helmet. She hugs Levi in excitement, but it quickly turns into something steamier than they both expected. They have their first kiss, but it's quickly over when Levi gets a phone call and has to leave. I just want to point out that every single time they got interrupted I was ready to pull out my hair yeah because it was I ridiculous was, no I was so over it Me too. at that point I was like do something please like, I was like just ignore just ignore it just please ignore it. for once just ignore I was so pissed no same anyways um <laughs> on page 212 the visceral reaction I had when B said, quote, you might be the only person in lab that he didn't cheat on me with. Mm -hmm. And Levi's fingers <sighs> gripped the steering wheel. I went feral. I, I, was, I was like, this man is so protective over B. I was like, oh, my God. Dude, I know. Like, it's those little descriptions, right? That happens yes. every time when it's like, again, the protectiveness. <laughs> you're right. That's what makes me feral. Yeah. Like, if I read really? that, I'm like, I melt. I yes! literally melt. See, I did it. The literally <laughs> thing. Oh See, now it's in my head that I do that. Like, what, I sound like an idiot. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Then, as they're driving home, you know, they have a lot of conversations. And so, mm -hmm. the first thing that Levi admits to be is that Tim had lied to him about B knowing that he was into her in grad school. Mm -hmm. And Tim had told Levi to back off because he was making B uncomfortable, which makes Tim a lying piece of shit. And then... And then... <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I just am so over his... Like, he's just so annoying. Like, please leave. Exit the scene. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that makes Tim a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, God. oh my God, that made me laugh so hard. Okay, sorry. Okay, Martha. Then 
Finally, the moment we've all been waiting for. Levi admits that he has had feelings for B since grad school. And it was so painful to wait for this moment, but it finally, finally happened. And it's so funny the way that it, it happens on page 214. They have like this moment of realization and all that B says is like, oh, oh, you know? Mm -hmm. And then Levi nods in agreement. And B doesn't even get a chance to speak, and Levi is already agreeing with her. And he says, quote, Whatever you're imagining, from the tamest to the most inappropriate thoughts, that's probably where my mind was at. Sir! Sir! <laughs> I could not handle no, it. I literally could not handle it. I was like, like, uh, shut up. Again, we already knew that Schmack had this, like, Right, his whole page mm -hmm. novel length of like what he wants to do, but when Levi says it to <sighs> B, it's like a different, it's a different no, thing, you it know. Is. <sighs> that that made me feel things. That yes. made me feel things. No, no. Mm -hmm. And then Levi also admits that the dress she wore that one time to lab, he actually loved it so much. <laughs> Which I was Which like, I knew. Exactly. I, knew I was like, it. we been knew. We knew yeah. it. <laughs> I have a voice memo for page one or two sixteen. Okay. Number one, I freaking called it. Number two, the way that I actually cackled out loud when they were called back to the office because Chio and Kaylee were caught having sex in their office and it was on camera oh my god that's the funniest thing i've ever read and rochio's so proud about it oh my lord <laughs> sorry i guess i skipped ahead but oh, there's no. there's that there's that you're you're fine because i was just gonna skim that okay little area but no i agree i thought again interruptions because just as levi was gonna tell b why he was telling all of this to her now mm -hmm. they get a phone call which i was okay with because in a sense i was like oh my gosh it's like about kaylee and roe and you know mm -hmm. their their relationship has been building up but i'm like i want to know why levi is telling me right like, please please <laughs> no enough fleeting let I know. me know yeah <laughs> and then all i want to call out about that section is that guy was the one who caught them making out um oh. and so that's just another thing that i want to mention because it'll mm -hmm. come back later in the book so then on their way home b gets an idea on how to solve you know their helmet problem that they've been having and mm -hmm. i laughed out loud when she like jumped out of the truck ran upstairs to her apartment and was like starting to write on her like little pad for an idea or whatever mm -hmm. and levi asked to see it and she hands it over and it's all in german <laughs> and she's like he's like i don't read German <laughs> like I thought that was so funny it was hilarious hilarious Literally hilarious and then the moment we've all been waiting for they hug each other but they don't they don't hug each other the way that normal co-workers would hug each other, right? <laughs> uh -huh. They hug each other in the way where B literally jumps into his arm so that he's holding her up by her thighs, not her ass yet, but her thighs, okay? And I was like, I just knew the second that that yep. was described, I was like, excuse me, you're telling me this is how they're hugging? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then... So then they're like spinning around, right? Like they're celebrating. And then B's like, aren't you going to kiss me? And Levi says, no. 
which I was confused about. And I was like, okay, Levi, whatever. You just spilled your heart out to her in the truck, but whatever. (laughs) He then admits that it's not the fact that B went too far asking for a kiss. It's that Levi is afraid she won't go far enough. And I was like, oh, no way. Was, My stomach hurts thinking about that because yes. it's so spicy. Yes. And I was like, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like this man is so committed to her that he just wants literally every single part of her that he's afraid that she won't even go far enough. And I was like, fuck. Uh, Levi <laughs> is so invested. He is already so invested and they haven't even defined the re- relationship, I know. you know? But then that also breaks my heart knowing what happens later in the book. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there. So they finally kiss and they have this like a hot makeout session that's literally to die for. And like he's like, this quote on page 223 made me put my book down and take deep breaths in a good way. In a good way, okay? It says, quote, Sorry. His large palm comes up, wraps around my neck, angles my head sharply, just so. <gasps> what? How is that the most attractive thing ever? <gasps> I, <gasps> right? I can't actually. Is my is my man's into choking? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's Levi, so. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, my God. Um, oh, but that was hot. Right? Right? I, I had to read it a couple times because I was like, nah. He did not literally. just do that. He did not just do that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And then on 223 as well and 224, that's the point where Levi pushes her up against the wall and she pushes back. Which <laughs> Mac had mentioned via Twitter. And at this point, it's like poetry. But like uh-huh. B doesn't know it. And I was just... Oh my god. If you had heard me reading chapter 16, you would be laughing so hard. I literally, when the phone started ringing, I literally yelled out, No! No way! Like, I was so pissed. That was such a steamy kiss. And you know what? At this point, we are like three-fourths of the way through this book. I need, I need some more. I need mm-hmm. some more. That is so spicy. <gasps> Dude. <laughs> and she's all like, no one can be that big. And I'm like, well, he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so hilarious. <laughs> because I totally forgot about that part. Because when they're up against the wall, their bodies are now pressed against each other. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyways, right, we've we've talked about being interrupted now, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was just so funny that Levi's phone was ringing, and B was telling him about it, but he wasn't even listening. Like, he didn't even hear it. Like, that's Mm -hmm. how engrossed he was in kissing B. Like, he was so committed where he's like, I don't care. And I was like, like, good, good for you, Levi. Mm -hmm. Let's continue. Let's Mm -hmm. go. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) But then... Unfortunately, he finally gets his shit together, answers the phone, and then unfortunately, he does have to leave. And B assumes that it's the woman on the f- the on the phone that he used to date, mm-hmm. and we can see that she's like doubting herself now, which only adds fuel to the fire because now B is thinking like, "Oh, Levi doesn't really, you know, he has to attend he has to tend to a different 
girl or whatever. And so I, I can definitely see where that doubt comes in. And then the chapter ends with him forgetting his keys and B runs it to him. But before he leaves, he cups her cheek and kisses her. And at this point, I was swooning over Literally. Levi. Like, I was so in love with him. Like, oh my gosh, adorable. I, because the sweet little kiss after that steep. So I good. love that man. I there love yes. that man. <laughs> oh my God. But that is the end of the steamy chapter 16. Oof, the Martha. All right. It only gets steamier. Literally. (laughs) Yeah, literally in the next chapter. Okay, here we go. Chapter 17 begins with Levi taking a day off and Rocio going on about how she's in love with Kay, as she calls her. Then we find out there are articles coming out after the movement B accidentally started is not a good thing. B then sends a message to her Twitter friend who oddly makes her think of Levi. Next, B fills in her sister about her kiss with Levi, who, of course, freaks out. Mm-hmm. Before we know it, Levi and B finally have sex after Levi opens up about losing his friend who started the Blink Project. Yeah. What I tell you, somehow, whenever we do these book reviews... I swear, I somehow always get stuck taking notes about the sex chapters. Yes, every you do. single time. Yes, and, you do. And I just not that it's like a bad thing, but I'm like, yo, let's. It's <laughs> destiny at this I point, Peony. <laughs> Page twenty-eight. When she said, "Don't worry," I know that kiss meant nothing to him. I got so mad at her Mm -hmm. because I was like, if it meant nothing to him, he would have left without a second thought, without anything. But he was very kind to you when he left. Like, he gave you no indication to say that he wasn't into that, especially because of the sweet kiss he gave her before he left. So, like, why why are you doing this now? I agree because he also admitted that he liked her. Mm-hmm. Like, she already knew that. Literally. So I was like, B, what are you talking about? Literally. But isn't it that Levi hasn't, like, texted her for two days or whatever, too? I think so. so. I think so. a part of me is like, okay, B, I or understand. Or they talked about work. Yes. They, I understand how that is so jarring after such a steamy kiss that it could be very jarring to get silence from him about that so a part of me is like yes but no in understanding b's concern that's why i stare as he walks away i'm memorized by how broad firm solid he looks and that's why when he reaches the stairs and turns around he finds me still there looking he smiles and i smile the smiles linger warm honest and i hear myself ask you sure you don't want to come in it's not that i dot 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 his throat works i didn't come here for that I didn't think you did. I make room for him, and with a few tentative lumbering step, he's inside in all his hulking, massive grace. And then, and then they just have this like small talk, and then like obviously the scene progresses. But like, I something about the nervousness of like him wanting to respect her, and yes! like all of these things. And then obviously, eventually they go. And they have a beer on the porch and he like apologizes for the emergency and explains everything. And especially with like, you know, why even though they briefly dated, 
it was, you know, he, she ended up marrying my best friend and yeah. he died. And of course I'm going to be there to support her. So it's not yeah. like that. And I think that really helps be like conceptualize like where she's at in his yes. life. And it addresses her fears again because of mm-hmm. fucking Tim. It addresses her fears and makes her feel stable and secure mm-hmm. that, hey, it's not, it's not what she's thinking. It's not the worst case scenario. It's. Mm-hmm hey, there's a lot of history here and I just feel an obligation to now provide and help them as much as I can, which totally speaks so much to Levi's I character. Know. Like, I just, oh my God, I, I'm i like in pain physically just thinking about it. <laughs> it says, suddenly I'm not scared anymore. I know what to do or at least what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I stand, slide the beer out of Levi's hand and set it on the metal railing with a clink. Then I lower myself into his lap, legs on each side of his waist, my arms around his necks. I wait until his hands are around my waist. And then, and then obviously they start like making out. Mm-hmm. Like they are so... And he just, like, he literally cannot. And then he says, I used to dream of you. And, like, (laughs) and then on page 238, he, or on page 237, he literally looks down at her and says, I want to fuck you. And then he asks, can I fuck you? (laughs) And then, and then. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Can I just say my piece about this, right? (laughs) This is the same type of shit with his physical description where it's like I know you need to ask and you're trying to be respectful but don't ask that way (laughs) (laughs) don't just do it yes either do it or ask it differently don't ask it my god like I just I I couldn't I could not no Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) um okay Page 239. Okay. When he finds out, takes everything off, and he looks at me like he has found all of a sudden, like my body is a religious experience, has me squirming up for contact. This, he says breathlessly, his thumb tracing reverently the piercing on my nipple. Yeah. He... And then she goes, if you don't like it, I... And then he literally shushes her. Uh-huh. He, he loved that surprise. Uh-huh. Man's, <laughs> yes, he did. Man's was done after that. He, He's uh- like, no, hush. This just... <laughs> He literally could not handle himself. See, that's why I'm telling you that I think Levi is totally okay with the whole daddy thing. Selena, no. Yes! <laughs> yes, I will die I, on this hill. I will. I will uh, die on this hill. <laughs> I will die on this hill. Nope. Nope. I'm dying on it. Well, King, you can die on it, and I will go on another hill and say the opposite. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, when when he literally says to her, this might be over quickly... Something about that was so hot, but also so cute. Yeah. I didn't know how to react. Yeah, I was were, like, because <laughs> I was literally like, oh, yeah, I don't know what to say. Like, it's so, oh my God, this whole scene just had me dying. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep, I agree. And then she was literally like, I need a minute. And he, he, he literally. <laughs> It says, it says we're both shaking, gasping, sweaty against each other. But I pause for a moment and he nods, choppy, pleased, good girl. He literally says good girl. 
I'm telling you, this daddy argument is getting stronger and stronger no, as you keep no. going. Just because this. he likes to say that does not mean he likes yes! to go. What no. are you talking about? No. What I'm are sorry. you talking about? Okay, well. What I'm, are you talking about? It's just my opinion. <laughs> I, no, I refuse. Okay, okay. I refuse. I truly refuse. Okay. okay. But that's all I have for chapter 17. So, so spicy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we deserved it after all of the tension. Yeah, we did. You know? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. I, yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even know what to say. I know, like, truly. I can't even. Chapter 18. Chapter 18 begins with Levi and B showing their working prototype to the team who are all very impressed. So impressed that Boris tells B to talk to him if she wants to work for NASA one day. Then Levi and B go to a not date date. On this date where B wears her infamous target dress that Levi loves and Levi gives explanations for every time he was mean to B. Then they go back to Levi's house that he used to share with a girlfriend and discuss what B thinks about relationships in general. The chapter ends with an incredibly spicy sex scene where B finds herself outside of her own body. Damn. Like one after another. I know. Like I, I was not expecting this. Which but I I feel like I needed this though because the mm-hmm. love hypothesis only had one. So I feel like love on the brain redeemed that. Because yeah, I was it like did. I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, you're not gonna fly with just one sexy now, mm-hmm. you know? So. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was so happy for B when she got that work offer for NASA. Yeah. Like, because that's all she's been working for. And she's been so stressed this whole time that, like, yep. her job's on the line and her career is over and all of these things. So then when mm-hmm. she finally got that, I was just happy because it's all because of her and her skills and her smarts. So, like, I was very, very happy about that. I know. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's what she that's what she wanted. And she mm-hmm. finally has it in her grasp, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel I'm just so happy for her. On page 246, this is... Is my note okay this is what growth looks like when she stops her train of thinking that i'll minimize what i want to make what i think he wants but she says yes and it makes me happy because she deserves more than a shitty man like tim that's what yep. i wrote because again this is like her insecurity like so i was really happy to see that very specific moment of growth where she stops her like overthinking yes because um, i think that's very important for her i do remember reading that and i was like damn b Good for you, because that's right? really hard to do. And especially with all that she's gone through, I feel like that's such a hard thing for her to stop and be like, hey, mm-hmm. just stop spiraling. You know, like it's not Literally. it's not the same. It's not the same situation. Exactly. On the page of 246, I literally just have to say she was being so dumb because she had this conversation with schmack and she he literally said uh-huh. i'm taking her out for dinner i was like yes but you're going out to di- like oh, come on she, no didn't she literally have a thought and be like haha i'm actually going out to dinner too but she never texted it because like levi pulls up in the truck i don't know that she does but she does have a thought that she's like wait isn't the girl in a relationship so, like, I don't want to yeah. judge him for that. So yes, she, I do remember you, that. You can see the wheels are starting yes. to turn. Yep, yep. <laughs> and that's why she doesn't think it's Levi. That's the thing, again, mm-hmm. you know? Literally. 
So I stop. Levi is staring at me open-mouthed. I have hummingbird shit on my face, don't I? He keeps staring. Do you have a tissue? I look around the cabin. Or even a piece of paper? No, no, you don't. He shakes his head, lost for words. What's wrong? You dot, dot, dot. He swallows. I... The dress. You wore dot, 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 the dress. I glance at myself. Oh, yes. I did wear the Target dress. I thought you said you didn't really hate it. And I don't. He swallows. I really don't. (laughs) I take a better look at him and realize the way he's staring, which is, oh, my heartbeat picks up. And then he says, can I kiss you? You don't have to ask. Yes. But like, but then they like get into that steamy makeout session, and then the person walks by. The way I yelped when the honking horn interrupted them. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love that scene so much. The sequence was just so perfect because you yes. could see Levi was just so shook. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Are Literally. you kidding me?" And I'm just. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it so much. We get a little inkling while they're at dinner about, you know, when um B was eavesdropping with Sam at the beginning and she didn't hear him finish the sentence. But still <laughs> yeah. at this point we don't find out what the rest of that conversation was. I was so yes. irritated. I was like, Can you just tell us already? Yeah, really. So then at this point, they're staring at each other and they're like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And then he says, go for a jog. Oh, like, come on. You don't need to go for a jog. Okay. I will say I really like during this scene because when they're talking about relationships and things like that, he realizes that she's very skittish about getting into a relationship. And he's trying to be very respectful of that, but also try to be sneaky about the way he's like, going about it because he doesn't want to scare her off or also uh-huh. like push her boundaries too much so like i appreciate that that's something he's consciously thinking about i agree and again it speaks so much to levi's character when i read this section though i was like oh it's not gonna end well not nope. at all mm-hmm. so then i the the sex scene happens right i'm not gonna go into super i'm not gonna go into heavy detail but I have to say, this one blew my mind. Levi is a kinky I'm mother trucker. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, are you telling because she, did he one time? No, no, so no. Bad. It is receipts. Okay, he doesn't have to outwardly say, "Oh, I like being called daddy." It, I, it's all of his actions that he's doing. I dare you to DM Allie <laughs> Hazelwood on Instagram and ask. I, no. I will not believe it until I hear it from her. No, mouth. no, no. I know that he is because of this sex scene. Because I know how kinky he is, I can definitely see that Allie Hazelwood just plopped the little daddy thing on top. What? Okay. Well, you know, uh, uh, no, you know I'm right. I, no, you know I, I'm right. no, literally. I, I will not. I no, will not believe no. it. But I will say the part where he literally eats her out from behind. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I literally lost. I was like, is this really happening right now? Is this really? We just got three spicy scenes in these chapters in a row. In a I row, was like, yeah. <laughs> like so much was happening i was like i need to take a break literally i need to slow down no Oof, it was it was just so it was so different than the previous chapters sex scene mm-hmm. but in such a good way like because mm-hmm. you could tell just how obsessed levi was with yeah, her like literally. it was insane mm-hmm. but yeah that's the end of the chapter damn okay damn. okay okay, okay. 
Let's jump to chapter 19 then. Things are going super well. The Blink demonstration is coming up and all their test trials have been working great. B is still sleeping with Levi, but it's still a secret between them. And most importantly, B only thinks it thinks of it as temporary. Levi asks B to move in with him because she's spending so much time with him. When cooking dinner together one evening, Levi gets a call for a play date with Benny Sullivan. B realizes that there might be something more happening with Levi as she gets weird pangs all of a sudden, a.k.a. love pangs, as I like to call them. And Penny <laughs> makes B faint with her stuffed spider. The chapter ends with B asking if she can meet Levi's parents. So at this point of the book, everything is going so great for B. And mm-hmm. I was like living, I was living for it because I was Same. like, you know what? B deserves it. After all of the shit that she's been through, this has been so great. No, seriously. You know? mm-hmm. But when Levi asked her to move in, I was like, oh, okay. Let's hold our horses just a little mm-hmm. bit. Is this a little too fast? I mean, I understand why he asked. Because at this point, B was staying at his house literally every single yeah. night that I was like, okay, you know what? That's valid. That's valid mm-hmm. for Levi to ask because it's kind of outrageous for B not to be there if she's yeah. spending all of her so nights much there. Time. Yeah. Exactly. But that's a lot to ask, you know? Yeah. And so I I want to hear your thoughts on like what your reaction was when you when you first saw that he asked her this. I mean, I freaked out a little bit, but again, Uh I don't think I had as strong of a reaction as I would in other things like this because like it happened one summer when Brendan asked her, I was like, y'all, that that was a whole different story, right? But then like, or when when Brendan gave her the keys to his house, I was like, what the heck is happening? Yes. But with this, it was more of like, I'm not trying to necessarily take the next step with you. Yeah. I'm just thinking like logistically, this would be easier for you. Yes. You know, so like yes. I understood his reasoning. So it didn't freak me out as okay. much as it would without the context. No, you're so right. Especially when you brought up it happened one summer because that clearly didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But this was almost like this is just a reasonable setup. Like this yep. just makes better <laughs> sense. Okay. That. I I definitely agree with you. (laughs) And then I just want to read a little quote slash interaction that they had on 265. B says, quote, FYI, I wear a retainer at night. Levi says, sexy. And B says, and your bathroom will be stained purple forever. Seriously. Five showers and your bathtub will be a giant eggplant emoji. He gives me a solemn nod and pulls me closer. It's everything I ever wanted. I almost cried reading that because you know what? It is everything that he wants. It is. It literally is. That's what breaks my heart. Cause I'm like, that is all Levi wants. Like he doesn't even fucking care. (laughs) Like no, he does not care at all. He just wants her close. (laughs) I know. (sighs) Okay. So beautiful. Okay. So I want to call out that when they're cooking in the kitchen, B says that they're casual. And you can see Levi physically stiffen. Mm -hmm. At this point, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, one, I know that this isn't going to end well. But two, I'm like, you guys need to have a conversation at one point. Like, what the heck is happening? What do you mean that she's now staying at your place versus the apartment that they were providing her? You guys are sleeping together. 
almost every single freaking night. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's be real. And, you know, and you guys are cooking dinner together and just all of this stuff. So I'm like, you guys need to have a conversation because clearly you guys are on different pages. And no. maybe... Maybe it's that Levi doesn't want to push the envelope because he wants to give her that space and he wants to be able to go at her pace. But at the same time, I'm like, Levi, honey, you're going to get hurt. No, literally. And he did. So, yeah. Yeah. I agree with you 100 percent. And I also think her saying that was her like trying to protect herself, too. So I understand why both of them are doing what they're doing. But I agree. A conversation needs to happen at some point. Yes. Because you need to make sure you're on the same page. Yeah. No. And clearly they were not. Like I definitely know Levi was not on the same page. But it's funny though too because it's like it's almost as if B was trying to convince herself that this was casual. Like she has to say it out loud in order for it to be true. In order to offset all those pangs that she's feeling. Which we'll get into the next scene here. Mm Mm-hmm. So they go over to Lily Sullivan's house for a play date with Penny, which was the cutest thing in the world. Penny is so funny and adorable. So funny and adorable. Like, I, <sighs> I love this scene so much. I just wanted to squeeze her. Like, she Literally. was so cute. Um, and seeing her with Levi made me love him even more. No, truly. Like, like I am in love with that man. <laughs> like, my ovaries just exploded. Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> I am going to read a quote on page 269. Um, So she's talking with Lily. This is B and Lily talking in the patio as Levi and Penny are playing out in the yard. Lily says, and thank you for sharing Levi with us. There's a lump in my throat. He's not mine to share. I think he might be, actually. Which was the biggest realization for me that everyone else around them knows that there is something more there, mm-hmm. but it's constantly B who is denying it. Yes, 100%. So that's, again, the reason why I'm thinking where she's just trying to say these things out loud of, oh, no, we're casual, we're fine, whatever, it's temporary, blah, blah, blah. In order for her to convince herself that she's not seeing what everyone else is seeing, yeah. you know? Literally. And then on page 271, when B admits that she would love to have twins and Penny says that Levi would as well, I cackled because Penny is the wingman that Levi never asked for. But but now, like, Penny is. And it's so funny and cute. I know. I love it so much. It's adorable. And I literally he just like could not. He was like so embarrassed. I know. And I, I know. loved it. It's so cute. So cute. So <laughs> when Penny kept making B faint, I died. <laughs> it was so funny. But to be honest, if this was in real life, I'd be so pissed. I'd no, be like, same. I'd be like, this little kid is such a shit. Has the audacity to make me faint. Like, I. <laughs> I'd be so angry. But, but it was literally so funny to it, read it. It was so funny. But also because Penny is like absolutely adorable. Exactly. Um, I have a quote on 272. This is when B is like waking up. Everything's foggy, but I think I'm in Levi's arms. He's patiently holding my head up. No concern in his tone. In fact, he sounds weirdly charmed. This happens to her every other day. Slander, I mumble, fighting to open my eyes. Lies. He smiles down at me and... He's so handsome. I love his face. <gasps> what? You're telling me that you think that this is casual, B? Oh, whatever. My gosh. Really? Yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. 
I was like, no, you are so in love with him, even if you deny it every right. single day of your life. Like, whatever. <laughs> Literally, whatever. Whatever, major loser. Okay. <laughs> Here is my voice memo. It's okay. probably me freaking out about the same thing. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, but I... I'm literally laughing so hard. Page 273. Oh my gosh. When Penny pulls out the pretend tarantula again and she faints again. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And on the page before when Levi says, Levi, I love your girlfriend so much. And he says, I know the feeling. Are we just going to ignore that? I totally forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. uh, No, that's why I was like, are we just going to ignore the fact that that was just said? I know the feeling. What do you mean you know the feeling, Leah? (laughs) Tell me more. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. He's so in love with her. Again, he's, yeah, so freaking in love. Literally. Um, I have something on 273 as well. Um, So this is when they are leaving Lily's house. Mm Mm-hmm. And she asked, Lily asked, how long will you be in Houston? All I can do is burrow farther into Levi's side. Unclear. The project was originally supposed to last around three months, but things are going very well, so I shrug. Levi's arm tightens around me. I'm fully aware that Levi and I are the Merriam-Webster definition of transitionary, but I'm enjoying this so much. His company, his friends, his food. I'll be sad when this is over in a couple of weeks. At this point, I was like, B, you are so delusional. Literally. She is so so delusional. delusional. I'm like, what do you mean? You're just burrowing into him, but you think that this is casual and blah, blah, blah. Like, what makes you think that any of this is casual? That you can just leave after these couple of weeks? Literally. I was like, why? I, it's just like, I get why Allie Hazelwood was like doing that, but I was really irritated at this point. I'm like, okay. I I get it, but like let's move past this because I'm kind of sick of hearing the same thing. Yes, yep. Going into the annoyed feeling mm-hmm. when B asked if she can come to meet with Levi's family, I was like, "Girl, what are you doing? Meeting his family is not signs of being temporary." Like that I feels know. really committed to me, and so it felt very disjointed for me for her to ask, "Oh, can I can I meet your family?" Like, why? Why? Yeah. Well, ah. To me, I think the reason she was adamant about it is because she thought it would be making it easier on Levi to deal with his family. So I think that was her oh. way of like trying to like help him out. Okay. So I don't think she was necessarily thinking about it in the context of their relationship. Got it. At least that's how I read it. No, you're so right. You're so right. So I read it in like the context of the relationship, but you're so right. I feel like in that way, it makes more sense because B is very, very considerate that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Well, that's the end of chapter 19. Do you have anything else? I do not. Okay. Jumping into chapter 20. So chapter 20 opens with Roe and Kaylee telling B that they might ask at what would Marie do on Twitter for an interview for the Fair Graduate Admissions Movement. Um, odd pangs that B has been feeling for Levi only intensify when they have dinner with his parents and brother. B comes to Levi's defense when they hound him once again about joining the armed forces on the ride home. B admits to Levi that she really likes him. The chapter ends with a spicy scene in the kitchen. Okay, I 
I know what happens at the end, but I need I need to address the elephant in the room, Theoni, no, because it. I have been dying. I have been dying to talk to you about this, and it's okay. been physically paining me to not <laughs> tell you about it. So let's talk about this fucking kitchen scene, okay? B gives Levi a blowjob, right? That literally <laughs> blows his mind. Whatever. We knew it was coming because she promised it when they yeah. went to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. On page 287. Oh, my God. Okay. On page 287, it says, quote, softly with his thumb, he traces the bulge of his cock through the skin of my cheek. I'll admit that was pretty hot. Okay. Okay. Wait, I don't. Wait, will you repeat that again? Because I don't think I understand. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Softly with his thumb, he traces the bulge of his. Oh, oh yes, the skin of my cheek. I'll admit that that was pretty hot. Okay, that was. I was like, I was like, I'm bored. You know what wasn't hot though? On the bottom of page two eighty seven, when when he does it in his in her mouth, right? And he says, "Quote: I want you to open your mouth and show me." And V fucking does it. And and then, and then, wait, it gets worse. It gets worse. It says, quote, he massages the back of my neck while I swallow. His thumb caresses my jaw. And when I smile up at him, he stares at me like I've just gifted him with something divine. Okay, you know what? I'll be honest. I can jump on a lot of kink trains, okay? I can jump on the daddy <laughs> train if I want to. I can jump on the good girl kink train if I want to as well. But this... <laughs> No, no, <laughs> this king train can leave without me. No, thank you. No, thank you to that king train. I can't. I literally could not. I could not, Theoni. No, it was so. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just, you just made me laugh. No, it, it, like, I actually almost vomited. Like, me that too. was so gross. Me that too. Was so, you know so what? gross. Someone's, I think that's what my voice memo was about, no. actually. You know no, what? it was. It was. Yeah. I like I don't wanna ick someone's yum, but I'm going to anyways. <laughs> okay. Okay. I I have to because I really, really can't with this. Okay. Okay. I've never read anything like this. And I've read no, a lot truly. of stuff. I've read a lot of stuff. Girl, same. I've read a that lot of was over the line. Really? Really? You just thinking about it makes you want to die. I know. Okay, I know. Let's, see, let's see my reaction because you know I'm about to say something. Um, page 287. <laughs> Did he really just make her show his cum in her mouth? Yes. You couldn't even speechless. No, truly. Like I, I literally could not believe it, and I had to put the book down and laugh, but also take deep breaths because I just couldn't believe it. Like I just, I was like, "What the fuck did I just read?" No, truly, (laughs) I was like, "There's no way this is real." You know what? The thing is, too, is that Adam Carlson would never. He would never. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. And that's the difference. That is the difference, okay? <laughs> oh. Which, again, what, what goes back to my daddy 
to my daddy argument. Enough with the daddy no, argument, no, Selena. No, this You're not seals, gonna change my no, mind. This seals the deal that he is so kinky that you think that he wouldn't go for daddy. He freaking went for this. I just feel like if he went for daddy, then it would have been said. Like it would have like. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Fine. I guess. But still. <laughs> well, Selena. I just don't believe it. Or, or maybe it's that I don't want to believe I it. I need... I'm going to deny until I die, okay? <laughs> I need Allie Hazelwood to write a perspective from Levi's view and have his thoughts about when she says, okay, daddy, at the conference. I want to okay. see how he reacts. That would... That, okay, yes. That, okay. Would give us, that would give us the, the truth. Okay. Truth. Good to know. Good to know. Allie Hazelwood, if you're listening. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> she definitely is. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. After getting that freaking deal dealt with, I just needed to address it because I couldn't, I, I couldn't handle. Going back to the family dinner, right? I just want to say that his family is so fucking shitty. And I like feel the so, worst. yeah, I feel so bad for him. Me too. And the fact that they were so disrespe- disrespectful to be too oh made me even angrier. I was like, wow, okay. Like you you not only disrespect Levi, but you disrespect anyone in Levi's life ever. Which is so disgusting. I know. I know. And the fact too when like his dad was like, Colonel, please call me Colonel. I was like, get off your high horse. Literally, screw you, dude. Yeah. Ugh. And then B says this whole spiel about defending Levi and how he is at NASA and he's one of the best engineers and blah, 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 blah. And his father is like, miss, you're very rude. And Levi was like, no, she isn't. And she's also a fucking doctor. And I was like, yes, she yes. is. <laughs> I loved that so much. Me too. I was like, yeah, you defend your doctor, okay? <laughs> I was like this. I'm living for that. On the ride back, I love that B truly realized just how great Levi is, especially with the context of his family. I gaze at the dusky Houston lights, thinking that the way his family treats him should diminish him in my eyes, realizing the truth is just the opposite. There's something patient about the way he quietly stands up for himself, about the way he sees others. At that point, I could truly see the way that B sees Levi. Mm-hmm. But the way that she realizes it, too, is just so beautiful. And also just made me love Levi more. Like, just how Same. gentle of a heart he has. Coming from the most shitty family I've ever heard of. Literally. Yeah, literally. It made me have a lot of respect for him, too. And I'm glad that, like, B was really, like, realizing that. Yeah. yeah. Casual, my ass. Yes, exactly. Right? And then the cherry on top on the, the way when they're driving in the car, B admits that she really, 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 three reallys, likes Levi. And he says, quote, I'm pretty sure I like you more. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you do, Levi. I know you do, but it's so cute. It's so, so cute. cute. I love it. And and I love that B took the first step to say that. I know. It's huge Because for that's her. just what he's been waiting for. I know. I know. And it's, it is huge for her to admit that she is starting to feel those things again, especially after fucking Tim. 
And then B tells him that he can be himself with her and that she doesn't bite and that she won't hurt him like his family did. And Levi goes, you could rip me to shreds, B. Which is just, I think, is the most vulnerable that Levi yeah. gets. But it also comes back to what happens at the end of the novel, which we'll get to. But I just, I was like, wow, this man Like, the is love for her goes so deep. I know. So I know. Deep. It's crazy. All righty, right into chapter 21. Yeah. In chapter 21, everything goes nuts. Benjamin from STC posts fake DMs from What Would Marie Curie Do that ruined the fair admissions movement. Not only that, but B gets served legally, which means someone out there knows she is behind the account. Mm -hmm. Finally, Schmack is on her side and is going to try to find a way to help. For I think the reason I don't have a lot for this chapter is because it's a lot of just like, this is what happens, this is what happens, this is what happens, mm -hmm. and it kind of sets up the rest of the chapters oh, you know yeah. because all like shit literally hits the fan yes of course when it just gets to such a beautiful point I then know. of course everything goes bad yeah um i knew as soon like i literally knew right away as much as i was excited about the twitter account i knew that something was going to happen with it that was going to cause chaos yeah. so i was no i was like there's no way that this is becoming such a big part of this book without having some consequences to it. So I knew yes. it was going to blow up, but I didn't expect it to blow up like that. Me neither. Like I, I didn't expect it to get legal. Yes. So the thing is, is that when I saw that that guy had leaked her like fake DMs, but it, it came from her account. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, you can avoid like you're fine. You can mm -hmm. avoid that. But then when she was served legal papers, I was like, oh, just kidding. Just yep. kidding. You can't. And that's, again, another point that Allie Hazelwood really stepped up her game with mm -hmm. all these stakes of like, there's yep. no point of return. There is really, truly nothing that she can do to back out of this. She has to go through with it. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I agree. On um, page 295, I just have to point this out. Levi and Schmack literally texted her within seconds of each other. And she still can't put it together. <laughs> B. Like, come hey, on, dude. She's in distress. Give her some space. <laughs> I don't give a crap at this point. Girl. Girl. But yeah, that's literally all I have for the chapter. Okay. Chapter 22. In chapter 22, it's the day of the presentation and things don't go as planned. Something went wrong with the simulation, which results in Guy having a seizure and being rushed to the hospital. Unfortunately, this meant Boris and Trevor placing all the blame on Leaf. Or B for the mistake. As B rushes out, Levi attempts to get her to stay, but is not successful when B tells him to stay for Peter and Penny. At the bottom of page 300, it says, No, it does not feel like home. Home is something else. Home is the new lab this gig is going to get me. Home is the publications I'll write about today. Home is the community of women in STEM I made for myself that I'll somehow have to fight for. That's home, not Levi. I was so annoyed at this point of her like mm -hmm. constantly rejecting the connection. I was like, B, like mm -hmm. you literally just said you really, really like him. Like you're about to do this presentation. Like mm -hmm. all like, why are you still resisting it? I was so irritated. So yes and no to what you're saying, because okay. 
yes, I'm like, I agree because it is freaking annoying at this mm-hmm. point. You guys are sleeping together every single night. You've admitted to him that you like him. You know that he loves you already, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what what is happening? But I'm saying no as well, though, because it's her wound way deeper than we've ever seen. Yeah, and I sure. think because she's never really had a home, right? She's always kind of been traveling. That mm-hmm. the idea of a home being someone and not a place is scary. Sure. Because, okay, fair. because Tim is the one who fucking left her. And Annie as well. And so she's like, I can't, I can't conceptualize the idea that home would ever be a person when I need to be stable, have a house, you know, do all that they all the things and call one city my my home and i yeah. think that's what freaked her out is because like she just couldn't even fathom the idea that levi yeah. could be home which okay. makes sense when you explain it like that you're right that makes <laughs> sense okay. no no it's true it's it, true so it makes sense and i i, I just feel bad for her because she has gotten hurt so much that Mm. she can't even allow herself that happiness which we'll also talk about later (laughs) yeah um okay and then on page 303 just the way that this section was written with like i thought okay it was going wrong but then it started going right but then it went wrong and then it went right and then it Mm -hmm. like exploded so it's just like i thought it was gonna work but then it wasn't working like uh, the the tension was so real so like shout out to the writing during that part she runs out because it all becomes her fault and she is selfless in the way that she wants levi to do because she knows how meaningful this is for him um and that's pretty much the end of the chapter so again just like a lot of stuff happens um do you have anything particular to note no okay no i mean you said it all it just it gave me hope and then I didn't have hope and then I had I had some more hope and then everything went to shit and of course it falls on B screw you I know I was pissed about that too yeah here's my synopsis at the end of her rope B begins to pack to leave Houston and blink behind but Levi arrives on her doorsteps he begs B to return to work on blink but B can't rid of the guilty feeling that she has that she hurt someone in the trials Levi gets upset because if B doesn't stay for Blink, she could at least stay for him and their relationship. He admits that he loves her, that he's scared to allow himself to have what he wants and deserves in life. Even as Levi promises to be her safety net, to be her quote-unquote nice, B still says that she can't stay. The chapter ends with Levi giving her a flash drive and leaving. This chapter broke my heart. No, same. I'm sorry. I fully was pissed at B now. And I'm sure you'll have some reason. (laughs) Like, I'm sure you'll... No, I'm sure you'll have some explanation that will make me change my mind. But as of this moment, I was so mad at her. I was like, B, I get it. Like, I get it. But at the same time, enough. Yeah. Please, just be with him and be done. I mean, no, you're right. You're right. At... At a point, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. He is, you know, okay, I'll get into it, okay? <laughs> um, so I can understand where B's guilt is coming from. Mm-hmm. She put Guy in danger during the trial, which can be very traumatizing. Mm-hmm. So it was heartbreaking to see how much faith and trust Levi had in B, that he was hoping to ultimately win her over and make her stay to help on Blink. Like he was, it was just so refreshing to see because 
a lot of people have doubted her. You know, Trevor has, Tim has, Annie has, all of that. And so he's the only one who's like, you can, you're the only one who can work on blank. But then when that doesn't work, we get on the topic of their relationship, which broke my heart even more. And so I'm mm-hmm. going to read a quote on the bottom of page 213. Oh, no, not 213. Three. I was like, damn, we're taking it way back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Three. 312. Sorry. I obviously cannot fucking read. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. (laughs) He says, I don't know. Maybe the fact that we've been together every second of the past two weeks, that we've made love every single night, that I know that you sigh in your sleep, that you floss like a maniac, that you taste like honey everywhere. Like... It just showed me how much Levi was falling in love with B, And it made me so sad because, again, he's so considerate. But every single time he is showing just how considerate he is. It's mm-hmm. like it baffles me just how no, much. He because you her. don't think he can get better. But I then know. he says things like that and he gets better. I know. It's I like know. it's crazy. It's literally crazy. Literally crazy. Okay. On page three. 313, he admits that he loves her. And what's even more crazy is that he also tells her that she's in love with him too. But it's interesting though, because then Levi dives into this huge spiel where he basically psychoanalyzes her to a T that because everyone has left her alone, that's why she doesn't allow herself to have the things that she wants, which makes sense because that's super scary when you keep losing everyone and everything. Mm-hmm. So that is my my argument as okay. to why B said no and why I was okay with B to say no to Levi because nothing has ultimately changed between her and Levi that is not the same as her and any other relationship that she's ever had like even okay. her sister has walked out her freaking sister her twin sister has walked out and lived her own life so it's like okay well what makes levi different and you could argue that he knows her so well and that they're they're already living together and all of this stuff but it's she she doesn't have all of the resources to make that decision sure even though we as readers might and so that is why i gave be a pass in this in this chapter because it's so much easier said than done to get over her wound and her fear of everyone leaving her and then just like hoping that levi levi can like stay and provide then b admits after levi basically psychoanalyzes her b admits that she felt fine after talking with tim Mm -hmm. And Levi says that he can be her fine. And so I'm going to read something on 314. Levi says, I can give you nice. I can give you better than nice. I can give you everything. He smiles at me full of hope. You don't even have to admit to yourself that you love me, B. God knows I love you enough for the both of us. But I need you to stay. I need you to stick around. Not in Houston if you don't want to. I'll follow you if you ask me to. But... This man is on his hands and knees and can give Literally. her everything. And I think that's that's the part where I was a bit a bit pissed off at B because I was like, are you mm. not convinced? Like it doesn't I it doesn't know. make sense. But again, I think the fact that like it's all 
she doesn't want to face the fear of lost again, which mm-hmm. again goes back to the point of like she hasn't gotten a cat because she can't even face the loss of the death when sure. it comes. And so I I can agree at that point and then going back to when you pointed out his house it's like oh yeah no he can give her literally everything she has ever wanted everything she has wanted but it's not enough because even if she has everything people have still left her like she needs something more than just material or like she said earlier in the book she's a slut for stability exactly exactly but i think what's confusing is that she doesn't define what stability is and i think Mm. she's trying to define it still because stability she's only known is moving around and maybe Mm. i guess you can call stability her sister but even then when they turned 18 she was gone yeah. So it's like I understand that B is trying to define what stability is and what Levi can provide her, I don't think is enough to tip her over the point. Page three fifteen to three sixteen. You know what? I get B has trauma. Okay. <laughs> Freaking get it. But guess what? He's literally there begging you, telling mm-hmm. you he's in love with you. Are you dumb? You're literally dumb. I know. The amount of anger I feel. (laughs) I was angry, Selena. I I was angry. I know. As I was thinking about all of this, too, and, you know, Levi went on his spiel, and he was saying he could give her everything and stuff, it made me even more heartbroken, too, to think that when Schmack was talking to B, Schmack had basically said via Twitter that, He'll have her as long as she'd allow him to. But it's so short, like the time that they've had. And it breaks my heart because Levi wanted this so much. And like, I just couldn't, I couldn't handle. But then at the same time, B doesn't, B hasn't made that connection yet. So that's fine. But because we knew it, I was like dying. Yeah, it made it more heartbreaking. Yeah. Ultimately, she says she can't stay even even as he promises to give her everything. And it's really nice that he doesn't push her anymore. But it also makes me very, very sad and angry that it came to this point. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, again, I understand B's wound and fear. It, it's not something that you can just get over in a couple of months. Which, okay, I this is a hill I'm going to die on. And I really, really wanted to talk to you about it. Of the comparison of this book versus what happened with it happened one summer with brendan so if you Mm. remember spoilers if you haven't read it happened one summer but basically remember at the end of the book brendan basically like turns on fucking poppy or piper Piper. whatever her whatever (laughs) fucking name is i don't care And he's basically like, well, you should have told me if, if if you were going to go back to L.A. and blah, 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 blah. And how I it basically ruined the book yeah. for me. I think what Allie Hazel did. I think what Allie Hazelwood did with love what on Allie the brain. Hazel did. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can't speak. I, I literally can't Selena. speak. I know. Uh, okay. I know. What Allie Hazelwood did with love mm-hmm. on the brain is what tessa bailey should have done with it happened one summer because it makes sense why b would say no all this time throughout this novel we have gotten background of how she can't she's looking for stability but everyone has left her everyone has betrayed her everyone keeps doing these things behind her back and the fact that she can't have a cat because she can't deal with the loss because she dealt with her loss of her parents and how she 
has eventually accepted her sister's, you know, lifestyle of traveling everywhere, but it still yeah. sucks and she misses her. All of this background to build to this one point where I was like, okay, you know what? This makes sense. I understand why B would say sure. no to Levi. But the fact that Brendan was like, you're you should have told me this, blah, blah, blah. It just like didn't make sense. And it, it made no sense. Yes. And it it was so crazy because as I was as I was reading this part in the book, I was like, oh, this is exactly what I needed from it happened one summer. And again, I think it just goes to say that, again, I understand why B would say no, even though I was angry with her and I was sure. very, very sad for Levi. The chapter ends with Levi giving her a flash drive. And saying that it's something else for her to be scared about. Which when he first said that, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, what is on that flash drive? <laughs> I, I was so confused. But it, I was very, very intrigued. Like what he would, mm-hmm. he would give to her. But yeah, that is the end of chapter Dang. 23. Do you have okay. any thoughts? Any other lingering thoughts? I do not. But I am okay. excited to hear what you have to say about chapter 24. Oh boy. Buckle up. Here is chapter 24. B tries to right as many wrongs as she can. She emails Roe and urges her to keep working on Blink. She DMs Schmack about the situation with STC. Then she clicks on Schmack's profile picture and the one and only... Sh- How do you say his name? Schmack? Oh, the cat's so name. I, don't ask me. I don't know. Shro- I don't know. Schokelinger. <laughs> <laughs> on Schmack's profile and the one and only black cat very very familiar is a profile picture up against a very very familiar dark blue backsplash b finally realizes that smack is levi and the girl he was talking about was her finally she watches the video on the flash drive that he gave her and it's of her little cat roaming around the building but most importantly she sees that her twitter is up on her laptop Something she didn't do herself. Plus, the timestamps are all early in the morning, which B has never gone to work that early. She texts Levi about how she can get access to the security footage, but he doesn't respond. So she goes to the building to get to the bottom of the mystery. Upon arrival, B tries to piece the puzzle together, realizing whoever had access to her computer had access to her Twitter and the server files for yesterday's trial demonstration. Mm-hmm. Guy comes by and B realizes it's been him this entire time sabotaging her life, messing with her emails, and the one who hacked her Twitter. As Guy points a gun at B, the little cat comes to save her by pouncing on Guy's face. <laughs> B takes the chance to flee, and as Guy pursues her, Levi takes him down. The chapter ends with B fainting. This chapter, I was like, I was dying and my heart was pounding so fast. No, literally. I was like, I couldn't breathe. Like my heart. Yeah. No, it was intense. It was intense. Um, I'm going to skip a lot of this because my synopsis talked about it and I'm just going to get to the good parts. Um, So when B finally realized that Schmack was Levi, I was so freaking happy because I was like, finally took you long enough. Okay. Literally. Um, but it was so sweet when she went back to read like their their uh, conversation about the girl and realizes it was her all along. And it was just so cute and adorable. Like it was just because so that's when it really clicked with her. Like, oh, I can't I can't leave this behind. Exactly. Like, that. Yeah. Yes. That it, that Levi really, really, truly 
loved and, her for and all the time. Technically, he has been that stability that she's been looking for because they've been talking for all these years. Because it's poetry. It's literally <laughs> poetry. <laughs> it's literally poetry in it. <sighs> oh my god again i'm telling you depressed ali <laughs> hazelwood outdid herself with this book like she, yeah. it was perfect mm-hmm. perfect how everything came together okay anyways i also thought it was absolutely adorable that levi took the time to go through so many hours of security footage just to find the little cat and it was so adorable because all this time you know he was doubting her and teasing her about like oh this cat is imaginary and it doesn't Mm -hmm. exist um but he knew he knew all along and he compiled footage as like proof and it was just it was so perfect it was like truly perfect yeah and like this man loves her so much like much Acts of service. I'm telling you, acts of service. <laughs> no, straight up. That's what it is. Yeah. So then let's get to the juicy part, okay? Yes. B realizes that her computer is on in the security footage. And she says that she always turns it off. Most importantly, she realizes her Twitter is pulled up, which is very, very odd, right? She texts Levi, but he doesn't respond. So she goes to the space center, which is so freaking dumb of her. I was like, what do you think going to the space center will solve, B? What? What do you well, think? she probably was just, like, trying to figure it out. And, like, I don't necessarily think that was stupid. Maybe she was going to look if, like, there were any clues on her computer or whatever. Like, I don't think she would ever anticipate that that would lead to something as bad as it did. At 11 p.m., though, you can't even okay, get fair. me to... At you that can't, time of the day. Yes, you can't get me to go to the bathroom at 11 yeah. p.m. I was like, I'll just do it tomorrow morning. <laughs> like, I'm... Uh-uh, no. So... I personally thought it was a dead end when she finally pulled up the logs on who moved the files on the server and it was her who did it. So I was like, well, what the heck? Like, this is dumb. Who is it then? Mm -hmm. Um, And then when Guy showed up, I knew. I fucking knew. Yep, same. Right away. I was like, which I I knew right away, but I was also shook. I was like, Guy? (gasps) Me too. I thought it might have been one of the other engineers like briefly mentioned or something like that. No, I was like, the second he showed up in that doorway, I was like, that fucker. He knew. He knew. I was so pissed. Which is crazy too, because then B realizes that him showing up at 11 p.m., doesn't make sense either especially when he had a seizure that day earlier that day plus he was conveniently blocking her only exit and then what sealed the deal is when guy asks how much she's told levi about the security footage and b realizes that he has access to her emails and this is when it all started to click for me Mm -hmm. um We finally get background on Guy's motive and why he did all he did. The prototype was originally called Kowalski Sullivan, which is his last name, and that this that his work was erased on it when Peter died. Then they chose Levi to lead the project over Guy, which makes sense. Like, I would be very, very bitter about that as well. Sure. Same. So then he also took caffeine pills the morning of the trials to screw up blank. He knew the history between her and Levi and tried to mess things up little by little, including missing files, delays here and there, missing emails. All of that was Guy. He also admitted that he found out that B wasn't really married and that Levi lied to Guy. So that's why Mm. he went on Twitter and messaged the guy from the news outlet and all of this stuff. All to say that Guy is fucking insane. 
insane. Uh, when I tell you, when he finally pulled out the gun so nonchalantly, I really didn't think it was going to go there. Me neither. So I was shook. I yes. was shook. Again, it's like Allie Hazelwood did such a good job establishing him as the harmless lovable yep. guy and he's super fun and he you know right he loves his job and all this stuff so it's like it it came out of left field but at the same time it didn't and it mm-hmm. was just so brilliant so brilliant yep so like you said he pulls out a gun and his ultimate plan is to force her to jump from the top of the building and create a story of how like she was so depressed about being kicked off of blink that she had to just like end everything which okay great at this point this is when B comes to face death and she realizes that she didn't get a chance to do all the things that she wanted to do. And she thinks about Marie and how she actually got to live her life with Pierre, her husband. And even though Pierre died early, she still had that time with with him, which makes B realize that even though, you know, she had this small time with Levi, she could have more time. She could have had more time if she just gave him a freaking chance, which even though it's excessive, I think this is the exactly what she needed to get her over the wound. Yeah. She needed to literally face death to be like, yeah. hey, you can't waste time anymore. Because yeah, I think literally. that's I think that reminded her of her parents as well. No, it 100 percent did. Everything came back to her in that moment. Yes. Yep. Then the little cute cat is there and saves the day which i love because again ali hazelwood brings everything back and i love that she shows up the moment that b needs her Mm -hmm. it's so cute so cute um i cannot that i saw that scene in my head so visually and it was like hilarious it was so hilarious and cute but just enough for b Mm -hmm. to escape and so Right, the the little cat jumps on Guy's face and B is able to run out of the exit. I knew Levi would show up. I, I knew it too! And I loved it so much. I knew, oh. I was squealing. Literally. I was squealing. I was like, it's Levi, it's Levi. <laughs> Let's talk about the quote at the bottom of page 332. Okay. When he says, <laughs> when he says, can you do something for me sweetheart like (gasps) swoon he is still like the most gentle guy in like a time of stress like literally when she was about to die he's like can you do something for me sweetheart literally and he's like go sit because i know you're gonna faint and i won't be able to catch you I'm going to die. I'm in love with this man yes like i if i haven't said it 500 times already like like (sighs) He knows that, he knows her so well, but not only that, he knows how to maneuver her so that he can still take care of her. That's all he wants to do is protect and take care of her. Oh my gosh! Like this man is crazy, He's so you crazy. Know that, you know that one quote from Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> when, when someone asks Cody during like some event. How do you lose a woman? And he says, you forget to cherish her. Yes. Like, I feel like Levi watched that show and took that to heart. Really? <laughs> like, no. Like he cherishes. Why he, can't? He cherishes. Why me. can't men be like this in real life? No, like, truly. I don't, show me one man like that in real life. I they just, don't exist, which is a shame. I it's just a real don't shame. understand. Like yeah. it's. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyways, that is the end of chapter 24. Do you have anything to add? I do not. Yeah, I think you hit it all, man. Yeah. 
The last of the book, chapter 25, shows B at the hospital after fainting and is comforted by Kaylee Rowe and, of course, Levi. Finally, Levi and B discover they've been talking this whole time through Twitter. The book ends with B arriving to Levi's home with Felicity and a promise for forever. And I literally put a puke emoji because of how cheesy my synopsis was <laughs> at the end. But, um, but no, I... I know. This, I know. The ending of this book was so perfect. You think? Yes. I don't. Here's one thought. I think what? I might put this in my epilogue notes. Okay. But it didn't really wrap up the legal thing. Oh, no, you're right. B. You're right. That's the one thing I felt like it didn't wrap up. I agree. Or I, did it just, are we just left to assume that it got knocked out the window because of everything that happened with Guy? guy? Yeah. Or like, Probably of the... Because of the police investigation and stuff. Because he did admit that it was him who who did that all on, on yeah. her Twitter. So Yeah. So, okay. When. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't even. No, I can't. Literally, I let can't. Me, let, me, let me look up the thing. I literally can't. You're going to throw up. You're literally going to throw up. Okay. So she opens the gift, right? First, it's the mug, which is so cute. And then she goes, a bobblehead? Is this Marie Curie? I lift it up grinning. She's standing in front of her lab bench and she's wearing, this is her wedding gown. Did you know that? I didn't. He hesitates before adding, I won this in middle school. Second place at the science fair. The beaker she's holding glow in the dark. My smile vanishes slowly. I'm too busy staring at Marie's pretty face to realize that I've heard that science fair story once before. No, no, I didn't hear it. I read it on my, <laughs> and then that's when it all comes together and they both realize and he just and then they both like communicate with each other and I just it was <sighs> I like teared up when she pulled out the bobblehead because I was like oh my god it's happening <laughs> I know. it's happening and I just it's the sweetest thing it and like is. Levi knew that it was her oh my god I'm like gonna cry <laughs> he knew it was her and like I just can't with this book. Oh, Selena. No, it literally Because you know what? So I'm, I'm thinking about the epilogue, but we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Oh. This dumb book. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really was perfect. Levi. He looks at me calm, hopeful, so patient, my love. Levi, I, the door opens with a sudden noise. How are you feeling today, B? My doctor steps in with a nurse in tow. I literally wrote, not these mother effers interrupting. It's the end of the book. Let us have this. God damn it. I know. I, I was know. so, like this whole interrupting trope, I was over it. Me too. But enough. Me too. Let us have it. <laughs> God, I was pissed. Oh, okay. God. And then when she shows up with Felicity. And then they, she's just like, no, I'm done wasting time. I'm going to move in. Yeah. We're going to adopt this cat together because mm -hmm. she's real. Whatever. I did feel like the ending felt a bit abrupt. Like, I do wish that we got really? a little a little more, like, sweet moments. But, uh, but it was good. Oh, I felt like it was good because then we got background of how, like, Levi was doing police investigations with Guy and sure. how she fainted and how the doctors want to, like, look at her and how she's trying to tell them that it's like normal mm -hmm. um i was actually confused why she went back to the space center like, yeah and i was like what are you doing what do you mean you left six hours later and then it i i pieced it together i was like oh you're you're carrying a box she's in there okay never mind yeah. um but i did really love at the end she was like 
he, Levi is my home. Like that, that is exactly what she needed. And that, that is what sealed the deal for me. Cause yeah. I was like, she doesn't need a place, right? No. She's not her sister who needs to mm-hmm. be traveling everywhere, Mm-mm. but also she doesn't need a city, right? Um, and she needs a person, but she needed to get over her fear of what happened with Tim. She finally, she finally accepts that Thank Levi, God. Levi has been her home and her stability all these years. And it just is literally poetry. I swear. No, it is poetry. It's the way beautiful. that things are connected. This book was brilliant. Okay. Yes. I yes. still didn't have the same reaction to it as I did the love hypothesis. Mm, okay. But it it was really brilliant. I, I agree because I think the love hypothesis and love on the brain are different in a sense that the love hypothesis, in my opinion, had more cute moments that made me sure. like, oh like squealy yeah. but love on the brain the plot the stakes the motives were all so much more tangible and better in my opinion which sure. is what made it so good yeah okay fair yeah so basically the epilogue is not a time jump but there is a 5k that they're doing for the fair fair graduate admissions which is again poetry and so, so funny yeah. so funny that there's a fucking 5k <laughs> For this movement that she started. And we get background on how she's now working at NASA. Mm -hmm. And how they're still working together. And she's now permanently in Houston. And she has her office. Yeah. And people know her identity behind the Twitter account. And I think what gets me is that they got married a couple months after, I think. And Mm -hmm. it was on a whim because Levi proposed like nine Nine times. times. (laughs) And she kept saying no. And one of the mornings, she got Lily and Penny to go to the courthouse, and she drove, and she was in her lab coat, and she's like, I want to elope with you this morning, today, right now. Penny and Lily are in there. Let's go. And she's like, will you marry me, Levi? And he says, yes. (gasps) And it's literally the most cutest thing ever because, again. so perfectly them. Exactly, because, again, you can you can argue that you know B got over her wounds or whatever, but in a way, it still comes up just differently. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this was a different way that her wound was still showing up. That she sure. didn't want to be left behind at the altar, you know, with mm-hmm. her her and Tim's engagement and stuff. And so the way that she went about it to do just like oh let's do it this morning, mm-hmm. um, totally made sense for her. But also Levi is so in love with her that he was, he was like, let's do it. Ride. Yeah, I know. And then, and then they were talking about how if they should stay in Houston or if they should go to Norway and go see her sister and do this and this and that. And then Levi's like, well, the house we're in right now has a really great school district. Because they want to have kids, and that's why they decided to stay. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. Like, when I read that, my heart melted. I was yeah. like, no. that Yeah, that was too beautiful. It really, really was. Really? Oh, my God. Anyways, and then the chapter ends, or the epilogue ends, with Levi coming up to her and just, like, teasing her about the 5K and just, yeah. And that's basically all that I remember. And that's the book. That is the book. 
So overall, wow. I really, really liked it. Yeah. Not quite up to par with the love hypothesis. Yeah. Because the love hypothesis will always have a special place in my heart. And it's one oh, of my favorites of all time. Me too. But this book was still really, really good. This book was so good. Again, I am so impressed with Allie Hazelwood because I was very, very nervous. But this was so great. It was mm-hmm. so good. It really was. Yeah. Aww. Okay, Selena. So now that we're done discussing Love on the Brain, what is our next episode? Yes. So next week, Theoni and I will be doing deal breakers. Similar to our hot takes episode, we will be doing deal breakers cater towards pop culture. We're going to keep it real loose right now. We'll figure (laughs) out the details (laughs) later. But um, I'm excited. I think I just like producing conversation with you. Like just like very good debates and stuff so i'm very i'm very excited i'm excited too um but thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week bye